When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. How are you guys doing? Welcome over here. Hey, I know it's been a little bit. I was over in uh, Mexico. I took a small little vacation. We had planned months and months and like way back in March. So went on it and I'm back. I'm back and ready. I have nothing, nothing planned. Tell you guys right now, this episode is actually sponsored by Candidips. I'm an owner of this company. I'm one, I took I took equity of the company instead of actually being physically paid because I believe in the product so much. Right now, you guys can save 25% off your entire order by using code speak the truth at, at checkout. You guys go to candidipscbd.com and snag some of this right now. Tell you guys you guys need to check this thing out. It'll kill your anxiety, anything like that. And they just came out with a, a new flavor called uh, the palmy. It was one of my ideas. I want them to do an Arnold Palmer flavored uh, pouch. And they're actually partnered with pins and aces to do it. But anyway, Arnold Palmer flavored pouch just came out. It, it's coconut infused little pouches, like little shreds of coconut. It's, 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 there's, there's no tobacco whatsoever inside of it. So check them out. If you guys have body aches and back pains or whatever it is, go to candidatescbd.com and use code speak the truth at checkout. Save 25% on your order. Snag some. You guys need to do it. The Arnold Palmer flavor is a ticket. Little, it's a ticket, just came out. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, it'll be linked to the very top of the description. Like I said, just go there, click it, check them out. A little tiny can right here called the Palmy. So we're going to kick this thing off. I know I know, a lot of people want to talk about Rittenhouse. We're going to talk about that as well. He got exactly what I thought he was going to get and what was going to happen. I mean, any, any person that has a little bit of common sense upstairs is going to realize that there was a motive and an agenda that was trying to be pushing an entire trial. And the guy that was, was the prosecutor was an absolute f-ing idiot in the first place. Who takes an AR like that? I guess they want to put it an AR, which is not really a real thing. Who, t- who takes a rifle into a, a courtroom with the bolt closed finger on the, on the trigger? Who, who does that? A f-ing person that doesn't have a clue about how to handle a firearm in general. That's who was trying to prosecute him. And that's, it's super goofy. Him and Alec Baldwin are, are fighting for for fucking idiot award of 2021. So, anyway, we'll we'll kick off with the Rittenhouse deal because there's quite a bit of stuff that's going on. This is going to be a really good episode. I'm pretty excited about this one. So, this is from CNN. The things that they have learned about the Rittenhouse trial. Rittenhouse was acquitted on all charges, as you guys do know. That is also a good thing because he should have been. Like I said, Justin R- Rosenbaum, 36. Anthony Huber, 26. Uh, those were they were both killed, and then Gage Gruskwitz is now 27, who was wounded, as you guys know. Ever since Rittenhouse had fatally shot Rosenbaum and Huber and wounded Grosskritz. God, I got that guy's name again. So the gentleman who actually survived who was shot, I'm just going to say his name was Gross, because I, for some reason I have a hard time saying this name. Some Sometimes last names jack me up. Anyway, since he uh, killed the two gentlemen and then shot Gross, uh, this, this whole case is seen as an example of a vigilante that was carried out by an armed team. This is what they're saying. Others viewed it as what happened during a night of unrest in Kenosha as these actions of a citizen taking up arms to protect businesses from looters and rioters. That's actually exactly what it was. There's not, it's, <laughs> they're trying to portray this as, oh, maybe it's not, the, no, that's exactly what he was doing. Real question that they're, they're trying to figure out. I read this entire thing, by the way, it's like three pages deep. And I finally get to the, the thing we want to know. Were his victims rioting? Were they? Pro, this, is, this is from the prosecutor, by the way. 
In his closing arguments, told the jury that Rosenbaum had tipped over an empty porta potty, swung a chain, lit a metal garbage dumpster, and a wooden trailer on fire, and used the N-word the night of the shooting. So, what is that considered to be? Pro- ah, it's protesting. Here's the other question you need to ask yourself real quick. Was Rittenhouse a part of a white supremacist group? God, the article's... This is the same one, by the way. The state claimed that months before the Canosa shooting, Rittenhouse went to a local bar with his mother about 90 minutes after his arrangement. Rittenhouse posed for pictures with individuals flashing the OK sign. Woo! This is a scary one. OK, baby. What is up? I've seen a lot of politicians do this, and apparently it's a white, white supremacist thing. My camera guy's looking at me like I'm confused as hell, but yes, that is exactly what they're talking about. It is a, uh, apparently... It's it's which prosecutors have said that it's been co opted as a sign of white power by known white supremacist group. I have seen a meme of every single Democratic politician doing this in photos, and it's a very true statement. I've I mean I you know what I know you can pull it up on YouTube, so it's going to be on my YouTube channel if you haven't seen it. Hey, here it is. Look, it is literally a picture of of Joe Biden and everybody else making the white supremacist OK symbol. This is this is how goofy it is. <laughs> what? Okay, so if that wasn't enough, if you guys want to know who the, the people are that he actually shot, a lot of people want to know who they are. So I actually had to do a little bit of digging, and I found it. Joseph Rosenbaum, a 36-year-old residing in Kenosha. He was one of the first men that actually was shot by Rittenhouse. Drone footage of the encounter appears to show Rosenbaum chasing Rittenhouse before the teenager turned around and fired four shots at close range, fairly striking him. Hours before the fatal encounter, Rosenbaum had released from a local hospital in the wake of a suicide attempt. He had pending charges in Wisconsin for alleged uh, domestic abuse and jumping bail at the time of his death. In December of 2002, a court in Pima County, Arizona, sentenced him to a decade in prison on child molestation charges. He spent just over 14 years in prison and committed dozens of disciplinary infractions. Okay, so he had a pretty rough past. Apparently child molestation is an okay deal for the Democratic Party because they, they've made these people literally look like heroes. And this is not a joke. I guess they didn't do any research on them. They just, all right, make them as heroes. All right, well, let's go to the next one. Anthony Huber. Moments after Rittenhouse fatally shot Rosenbaum, 26-year-old Anthony Huber, chased after the teen and hit him with a skateboard. Rittenhouse then fatally shot Huber once in the chest. All right, this is kind of strange. So he gets chased down with a skateboard. I'd probably shoot him as well. Someone was beating me in the back of the head or in the face or in the, the legs or whatever. Well, skateboard, yeah, I'd probably shoot you as well, especially in that, that scenario that they're in right now. Wisconsin court documents show that Huber was convicted as a domestic abuse and disorderly conduct in 2018. He served a prison stint in 2002 for choking his brother. All right, another winner. Mr. Gage Gross. Same gentleman, Grossgritz. Third man. He's the one that shot in the arm. You guys do know? Testified at trial that he pointed his handgun at Rittenhouse before, he, before being shot. But he said it was unintentional. What? Can we just back back up real quick? How in the f*** do you unintentionally point a pistol at somebody? Oh, all right. Maybe that's why this mother... This, hold on. Can we just backtrack? Where in the world does it give anybody the right to riot over what I just read about these people right then? And what happened that night? Just really quick. Let's, you know? If you guys haven't been following the trial whatsoever, I just gave you guys the cliff notes. If you guys just listen to what I said, has, did you did you hear anything in there that said we should probably be out there rioting? No. Okay. Good. 
Mr. Grosscrest also testified that his concealed weapon permit for his handgun was expired the night of the shooting. It's kind of strange. It's like they, it's like the media picks and chooses which one the which one of these trials are really wanting to hone in on for for a political agenda. Young white male carrying a carrying a rifle goes around killing people. That's probably one they want to talk about. The one that I'm about to speak about actually has to do with this this uh, this trial, but it actually is a black guy that drove his car through a crowd of people, which I know a lot of people don't know about yet, and not a lot of people are talking about the guy's name because it hasn't been exactly pinned down to being this guy, but he is in custody for sure. He's in he is in custody, but he hasn't been pinned on it as of as of speaking on it with this podcast. But like I'm telling you guys. If this, if this podcast is giving you any sort of anxiety, grab yourself some candidates. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? We link the top of the description. Use code speak the truth to get 25% off. Not, not lying. It's good for you. It's good for you. It'll make you feel better about your life because this is about to be a doozy. All right. A lot of these names of these cities up there in the north, in these Wisconsin area of Michigan, they have, they're actually Indian names. You know that? Yeah. Indian names. I did find that out this last time I went up there. And that's why a lot of them I cannot say, like this one. Waukesha? Waukesha. So city officials on Monday, which is today, confirmed that at least five people had died and more than 40 have suffered injuries. So if you guys do not know this, in Milwaukee, overnight, they've continued to deal with uh, something that had actually happened. An SUV actually plowed through a parade of marchers on Sunday that struck more than 20 individuals, including children. I say 20 adults, excuse me. Um... There's been five people that have died so far and 40 have suffered injuries. And I know these numbers are going to change as we continue on throughout the day because some people may not make it in the hospital. This is terrible, by the way. There's been a Roman Catholic priest that was hit, multiple uh, parishioners and a Catholic school student were among the injured at the parade. So I want to do a little bit more research on what's going on there. Uh, I'm not going to show any of the video clips. Essentially, a guy drove a red SUV through a crowd of people and just continued to drive. Now, they're saying that he may have been leaving... What they believe to be, I, th- I think I have it here as being a knife fight or something. They don't know the exact details, but I, d- I did a little bit of a digging, and the gentleman's name is Daryl Brooks Jr., and that's who they have in custody currently right now. Um, he hasn't been charged with anything, just so everybody is aware. He hasn't been officially charged, but he is in custody over it, and it, this is a little bit disturbing, to be honest with you. The man who was taken in custody in connection with the Christmas parade tragedy told police his name was Daryl Brooks Jr. When he was detained, they also found a Ford key on him. That's a, uh, he had a Ford, there was a Ford Red Escape that drove through the crowd of people. He is 39 year old. He has a pro, prolific. I have no idea what they mean by this, by the way. Social media accounts, and he has some. Some have already been deleted clearly, um, which I would too, I guess, if I was in his shoes. But I mean, in my my shoes, I probably couldn't get away with deleting deleting social media accounts if I all of a sudden just drove through a crowd of people. So a red SUV is seen in his rap music video. By the way, he's a rap artist by Brooks, and he posted about Kyle Rittenhouse verdict on Facebook. Okay, so he's showing a little bit of interest on this. Did some research. I have an image right here, as you guys can see. This is him in his rap video with the red SUV in the background. This is it's pretty tasty. Good-looking little scene there. Uh, you can't find the YouTube video anymore. Uh, he goes by the name of this. This is kind of a strange name, by the way. I just want to throw it out. I don't know where they, they come up with these names, but his name is Math Boy. Math Boy Fly. Um, that's a Facebook page belonging to him. In the name of uh, Jay Brooks, he wrote about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. It's just kind of kind of a strange name, I guess. Math Boy Fly. To be clear, Brooks' exact alleged connections in the parade incident is not known. Authorities have not released the names of any suspects. But he is the one that is currently in 
detention for this current right now. What I found is what I believe. I'm just saying this for you guys. The motive is not clear. According to law enforcement officials, he was fleeing another scene, possibly a knife fight before injuring 40 people in a parade. That seemed a little crazy. Unless he was like hopped up on something, which apparently all he does is smoke a lot of weed from, from what he says. Actually, that's how he actually makes himself. Like, his, that's in his bio, by the way. A red vehicle similar to the escape actually shows up on Google Maps for the address listed to Brooks, if you guys did not know. When I'm actually looking at it currently, it's a house. It's I mean, this could be any house, but this is the actual address, I guess. He has two open felony cases in Wisconsin's court system. So this, this is when it started getting a little weird with this gentleman. This is also another guy that the left is actually praising. Yeah, no, they are praising. Which we'll, we'll get to that here in a second. You'll see. Brooks has an extremely long criminal history, including open cases. And some of those open cases uh, was filed on November 5th of 2021 in Milwaukee for resisting an officer. Felony bail jumping, second degree recklessly endangering safety with domestic abuse assessments, disorderly conduct, and battery. He posted a $1,000 cash bail on November 19th of 2021, which was literally two days ago. It was two days ago he posted bail. That case is for a second degree recklessly endangering safety, felony with use of a dangerous weapon, two counts, possessing a firearm as a convicted felon. That case was filed in July of 2020. Oh, this just keeps going. He's also got prior convictions, bail jumping, marijuana possession, marijuana possession, second plus, which is a felony, obstructing an officer in 2005 and three, marijuana possession in 2002, substantial battery, which is a felony in 1999. Here we go. Brooks calls himself a rapper and a stoner. He posted anti-police rhetoric all over social media as well. It's very strange. I didn't realize there's there's literally people out there that are, well, I guess people are strange, but that dove into this guy's stuff and they found, I have some wild stuff we're about to share with y'all, by the way. Math boy fly. I always find it kind of strange as well when people talk on social media and when they type, they go out of their way to not type the full word or shorten it up to make them sound more street. I don't really understand this. In case, with a K. I don't understand why. Why do you got to, in case is a C. Like, well, there's no need for that. Y'all don't. He doesn't put the O in there, just D-N-T. Know how effed up my city is. Instead of using a C, he uses an X. I got ties, tuh, T-A. Like, why? It doesn't make you sound like more badass. It makes you sound like a f***ing idiot. Like, it doesn't make you sound like, I got ties to Detroit, my whole family from the D. Just, I can't even read this. I can't even read the sentence. I really can't. So we're just going to move on. But he posted some stuff that says, beware of violent street games. And it's literally a cop. So if you guys are on YouTube, you guys can see it. It's a cop. And typical, typical gang member, gang colors, heavily armed, well-organized, gang identifier, which is like, if you guys are seeing the image on YouTube, you guys understand. So he absolutely despised cops. Clearly, he's posting all about it. You guys are getting, you guys are getting a little roundabout of this gentleman. This is when it gets a little bit kind of weird, though. This person on Twitter absolutely dove deep. And when I mean dove deep, I'm talking head first into finding out everything about this guy. Same gentleman. Is an actual is actually a pedophile at the same time who has a registered sex offender over in Nevada, and actually admitted. Which you know what I'm going to play the clip. Let's go ahead and play this clip. This is the same same gentleman. All out, all of a sudden now I'm a pedophile. Let me explain that. Ten years ago, 2006, I caught a case with my oldest daughter's mama. Yes, my baby mama. She's from Oakland. I was busting moves in Nevada. I meet the bitch. She says she want to get down, so I'm pimping on the bitch. I take her to Nevada. You know what I'm saying? I get cracked. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know the bitch was 16 at the time. She gave a statement to the police and told them, yeah, she was hoeing, that I was pimping, 
and and uh, that she was 16 and that I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. So let's just go ahead and back check right here. So yes, this guy had a, a child with a 16 year old. So yes, would, you would be called a what? A, a, a pedophile. Okay. But he just admitted to literally sex trafficking, bringing a, a child underage from California to Vegas to pimp her out. Is that not sex trafficking at the fullest extent? Or my, I, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just, I'm just trying to throw something. I mean, he literally just admitted to sex trafficking. Okay, that that is the, that's one some of the stuff from this guy. But as the more you scroll through, he posted a ton of stuff about BLM, tons of stuff about BLM, which shouldn't shock anybody, because I personally think that Antifa and BLM are about the same, and they're literally in a terrorist organization to the fullest. Cause they, they are. They do nothing but cause riots, damages. Like literally, people in those cities that they go to are in fear for their businesses and everything else. They are. Let's just be honest. You go and throw uh, Molotov cocktails at police cars. You go beat windows up. You just destroy and cause fear on people. You are you are literally domestic terrorist. But they, we can never label them that. It's never going to happen. But you just go you go through all of his stuff, and he's got he just talks about BLM, white privilege, one hundred and one. It's just it's really it's really crazy to me that this kind of shit does not does not racism in America only goes one way for some reason. White people can only be racist to everybody else. Because of shit that happened hundreds of years ago. But, in turn, no other race can be racist towards white people. Like, you can't have a black person who's... Like, they can say whatever they want about fucking a white person. They really can't. They can do anything. They can say whatever they want. But they're never considered racist. It's just them speaking out against oppression. When, in fact, they're not... No one is fucking oppressed. Look at the NFL. Look at the NBA. Look at golf. Two presidents ago was black. Holy shit. Where's the oppression i wouldn't understand because i'm white of course i do i, I get it they would always come well you wouldn't understand because you're white you've grown up white all right what the f- what what does that have to do with anything you always bring skin color into this sh- but you look look at this guy's stuff and he absolutely does not like white people whatsoever at all and to be honest with you if if he did plow through this crowd of people because of kenosha this should be considered a fucking hate crime we really should and i, I hate crime and they should they should fucking hit him to the fullest extent of the law like, he literally has a thing posted on here, laws, legally allowing white supremacists. That's not laws. I, of course, a, a felon would put that, like, oh, I don't want to follow the law. Well, he hasn't been following the law for the last 30 years, so I understand why. Yeah, he has tons of videos on here. Because they dove so deep and found everything, like, videos. Like, I never would have found these kind of videos of these people. Like, this thing has had 132 views before they posted it. And somehow they got it. Anyway, that's the, uh, that's the gentleman they have currently... In custody for this thing. It seems like a real, an absolute winner in my book. Seems like a real winner. And he's really good for the, the American society to, to keep going on. His rap was absolute fucking shit too. Just listen to it. I just listened to a second of it and fucking my ears are bleeding. All right. So anyway, this is how goofy it has gotten. And by the way, we all know we're listening to this, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. I mean, it is what it is. It was self-defense. It really was. Let's just be honest. And this is all stemming from that, and it's from a narrative that's being pushed by the mainstream media, as we know, saying that, like, what, what is the, what's the reasoning for all these, the, the riots that happened afterwards? Anyway, does anybody know? For, now, now they're going to come out and they're going to try to take guns away again. Beto's trying to come up. Like, this is all, it's like, it's almost like a, a circle of just cesspool of just misinformation that just keeps going in circles every single election cycle. 
Now it's coming up, the election cycle, so now we got to push guns because we know that everything else with COVID is not working, so let's push something else. As you guys get through it, probably come May, we'll see some more big Antifa BLM stuff and more gun rhetoric, and that's pretty much what's going to keep continuing to happen every single year, just trying to instill fear on the younger voters. Anyway, this person right here is an Illinois Democrat appeared to be portraying the tragedy from a payback. It's payback for Friday's acquittal of the Rittenhouse in Kenosha. Her name was Mary Lemansky. This is from Fox News. And this person, she actually deleted some of the tweets, but I'm going to read some of the stuff right now. This is the kind of, these are the kind of people that are in the Democratic Party, just so everybody's aware. Uh, she listed on social media director for the Democratic Party in DuPage County, Illinois. She's talking about the, the individual who just drove through the Christmas massacre. And we're going to call that is what it is. It was probably just self-defense is what she says. All right. She goes on to saying that we're living in Wisconsin. He probably felt threatened. Hmm. She goes on to also say this. I'm sure he didn't want to hurt anybody. She added, he came here to help people. She is literally mocking the Rittenhouse trial publicly trying to say that the person who drove the red vehicle through the crowd of people, this is what she's trying, just so everybody's aware. The message appeared to be mocking self-defense argument that Rittenhouse and his defense team made during the recent trial. She goes on to say that the blood of Kyle Rittenhouse's victims is on the hands of Wisconsin citizens, even the children. Yes, this person is in the Democratic Party and is publicly on it. I'm sad, she wrote. I'm sad for anyone that dies. I just believe in karma, and that is what came quickly for the citizens of Wisconsin. You reap what you sow, Wisconsin. This is all public shit she tweeted out there from a a, a literal human distance. I don't care if you're in the Democratic Party or whatnot. This is from a literal human being. Scum of the earth type of human being would say something like this. Someone who believes in reaping what you sow, Wisconsin, put that bad energy out there. It came back real fast. On her Facebook page, she writes November 15th about a white wing group trying to prevent her from speaking at a school board meeting. She later accuses the group of being fascists who shut down all opposing viewpoints. All right. So she went to a school board meeting. She was probably promoting CRT and mask and all this kind of stuff. So now they're fascist white wing groups or they're just, you know what they are? They're just normal, everyday human beings in America that don't want you to push some bullshit agenda on their children and in public school. So with that being said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to her Twitter. Same lady who is a part of the Democratic Party publicly. Love it. Of course, she doesn't have a ton of following. She wants to be something big. She deleted all the tweets already. She's saying that she's going to sue anybody that speaks about her, which is kind of crazy because she puts shit out there publicly. So yes, it's go ahead. She says she's going to claim a lawsuit against anybody. All right. She did say this. Nobody cared about me my whole life. My mom used to leave me for hours at a time alone at a playpen. I've, I've put out music for 20 years. Nobody gives a shit. Why do people all of a sudden care about my stupid remark? I can't believe my 15 minutes of fame is for this shit. This is, this is the liberal uh, mindset right here. She just gave a sad sob story about her mom leaving her in a playpen. Who gives a fuck? You said some really stupid shit about kids being ran over and to reap what you sow. Reap what you fucking sow, Mary. Reap what you sow. Say dumb shit. People are going to talk about you. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, she just wrote an article on you because you said some really stupid shit. It's crazy to me. It blows my mind. Uh, but, of course, Judge Politics had to tweet back at her, which she she apparently thinks that this is a good thing. It's really strange. It says, is, she isn't a blue check mark or a politician from what I could tell, so why exactly does her tweets warrant a Fox News article? She should sue Fox News for targeting her for potential harassment. What? Oh, my gosh. And she's tweeting at... She's tweeting at the FBI about people hating on her. She doesn't have an iPhone, by the way, I can tell. I have a hard time replying to people that, that have agreed. I text me, I'm like, oh, is that an actual person? I don't see blue. But yeah, she says, uh, man, you proud boys have been waiting for days for me to say something controversial. Here it is for you all to see. Court cases have consequences to set precedent. 
The precedent has been set. Don't hate the messenger. It's so goofy. So anybody that opposes their views is a, is a proud white boy or whatever she calls it, white supremacist. Oh, my God. And when they get called out on their bullshit, they go right and hide in their corner, say that their mom hasn't fucking left them in their crib for... It's so goofy. What a way to start off the week. That ain't it, by the way. I mean, what, I'm going to keep going. There's a whole bunch of good stuff. Article that came... See, when doing these things, I find a lot of stuff that we can just have a conversation about. And of course, it had nothing that, that I found this one last night, not even this morning, but it has to do again with apparently there's nothing more frightening in America today than an angry white man. This is literally an opinion article on CNN. Talk about alienating. Well, I don't know how many white men actually are on CNN, but when talk about alienating an entire group of individuals who are on and watch your, your stuff. Like, why would you why would you post this? The brute, the buck, and of course, the thug. Those are just some of the names that racial stereotypes that has haunted the collective image of white America since the nation's inception. The specter of angry black man has been evoked in politics, popular culture to convince white folks that a big, bad black man is coming to get them and their daughters. I have never once in my entire adult life and or life in general have thought, oh man, there's a big black man that is going to come get me and my daughter. What the fuck is this person even talking about? Why is this even on your website? It goes on to state this. So it's not the radical Islamic terrorists that I fear the most, nor is it the brown immigrant or the fiery Black Lives Matter protester or whatever the latest boogeyman is that some politician tells me I should dread. It's encountering an armed white man in public who has been inspired by white man on trial in these three cases. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I walk around with a fucking loaded gun every day. Not a single person around me has an idea that I even have it. I'm not an angry white man going around shooting people. Like, this person is stereotyping every single white person that carries around a pistol as a fiery white individual that is ready to just pull the trigger on anybody at any given time. And it goes on to say here that fiery Black Lives Matter protesters, no, they're rioters. Them and Antifa are literally on the same playing field. Like I said earlier, they are rioting. They are not protesting. If you're going to protest, you can walk around holding a sign. That's protesting. Raiding a... a unsuspected individual's business of their Nikes or their Reese's pieces is not writing. That's or excuse me, not, not processing. That's writing and looting. It's not the same. And BLM as a, as a whole, they they just give people like they fall under these BLM protests. And then people literally just go out and loot and do whatever they want and riot and do whatever, literally what they want. But since they fall under the BLM category, when they're out there doing it, no one's going to be able to prosecute them for anything because they're not going to do it. It's just stupid. So this guy goes on to state that he's not suggesting that we start profiling white men. The vast majority of white men are no menace to society. There is nothing inherently violent about white men or, or any human being. The f***ing title is, there's nothing more frightening in America today than an angry white man. Why the f*** would you say there is nothing inherently violent about white men? Halfway through the f***ing article. Yes, that is an awkward f***ing silence and pause. How can you say... There's nothing inherently violent about white men, and yet your title is talking about there's nothing more frightening in America today than an angry white man. Anyway, it goes on to say, it's not the angry white man, not the black or brown man you see approaching on the street at night who poses the most dangerous threat to democracy in America. Holy shit, you've contradicted yourself multiple times in the same f***ing thing that you wrote. I get it, it's an opinion article. But me being an angry white man, apparently, I'm going to give you my opinion. Your wrong human beings as a whole if you took the skin color of everybody it goes down to how they were raised 
where they grew up, and really their beliefs. That's it. Of course, we got to bring Trump into it, of course, in the same article when we talk about angry white man. Trump's violent and sexist rhetoric have been a well-documented. More white men now identify as Republican, and the gender gap between both major parties is as large as it's ever been in the last two decades. One New York Times colonist under the same headline, the angry white male caucus said that his anger is driven by white men who fear the changing in America in which the privilege of being a white man isn't what it used to be. I, I, I don't get that. I've been white my entire life. A white man, I guess. I have never once felt any more privilege than the person next to me. Yeah, maybe I'm fucking smarter than you because I was able to, to, to figure out how to generate more revenue and income or just income in general. Maybe, maybe that's what fucking pisses you off. I don't know. It's not because I'm white. It's because I work. Work my ass off. It's like anybody else is successful. I know, matter of fact, let's just be honest. Some of the fucking wealthiest guys I know are fucking not even white. So that's why I don't believe in any of this shit when somebody talks about this. Like, I'm literally thinking about it in my head. I know some people that have, like, super fuck you money is what I call it, and they are not white at all. Anyway, actually, one of my really, like, one of my really good friends is from Mexico and is worth tens of millions of dollars. Actually, no, no, I take that back. He's worth well over a hundred million probably at this point. Born in Mexico, came to America, worked his ass off. Guess what? Now he's worth well over a dude. I, I'm like starting to think of a figure in my head. He's worth well over a hundred million dollars easily. Probably way more than that. Never even asked him. We don't have those conversations. <laughs> I just know he's got a lot of money. I'm like trying to like do some math. No, he's worth maybe he's worth 250 million. I have no idea. He's worth a lot of money. But apparently, angry white men have also damaged democracy. We have enough problems with white male violence as it is. Mass shootings in the U.S. are committed more often by white men than any other group. Top law enforcement officials now say the nation's biggest domestic terrorist threat comes from white supremacists. Many of the most images that are recently uh, shown here in the past years, he says, are of red-faced white men often armed with guns. Oh, my God. Talk about being contradictory and to yourself in an opinion article you wrote. Literally, you're contradicting yourself many times. And he had this put in there that not all white people are scary just because they didn't want to seem like quote-unquote racist. This is one of those kind of, imagine, flip the roles. Flip the roles real quick. Imagine if a white person wrote this article about black people. What would they be seen as? White supremacists, part of KKK, or whatever it is. But since a black person wrote this about white people, eh, it's just whatever. It's not racist. Me? Right, I, I believe that you can be you can be a black person, you can be racist, you can be a white person, you can be racist, you can be an Asian, be racist, you can be a Mexican, to be racist. It just doesn't go one way. Race does not go one way. If you're going to say that white people have a a a better time in life because they're white, that's not true. It's not. So our our most our most favorite famous person ever in in Texas is is going to be running. It's Beto O'Rourke. He says he's going to be coming back. He's probably my one of my least favorite people ever to run for office of any sort. This is another person who's gone after one race and one race only when trying to collectively get a vote in Texas, and that's the Hispanic vote. And why people don't see this is so stupid at the same time. Like, what? This, is, this, this episode has talked more about race ever. I've never talked about race in, ever like this. But it's clear. His name is, that goes by Beto O'Rourke. The guy's name is not f***ing Beto, by the way. He did this to, to, to garnish and get more Hispanic vote in Texas so he then can, that's, that's what the Democratic Party does. That's another reason why they want open borders. Because they know that whoever they let through the border is going to vote for their party. Let's just be honest. It is what it is. But he's standing by his previous pledge to take AR-15s and AK-47s away from citizens of his elective governor. His real name, by the way, is f***ing Robert Francis O'Rourke. Not Beto. But he goes by Beto 
so he doesn't seem like a f-ing another white guy that's trying to run for office. Oh, Beto. I don't know. He might he might have a little bit of Hispanic in him, I guess. No, his f-ing name is Robert. F-ing Robert Francis O'Rourke. Look, we are a state that is long, proud tradition of responsible gun ownership. And most of us here in Texas do not want to see our friends and family members of our neighborhoods shot up with these weapons of war. So yes, I still hold this view. Weapons of war. Mr. Robert f-ing Francis O'Rourke, I'm going to tell you right now, an AK-47, yes, it's used in some wars, which we all know you didn't actually go to any of the wars, even though you were in, you were in the prime age to fight in the wars, but you cowardly backed out, and now you're trying to take away the weapons from citizens who actually, well, I mean, fought in the wars. I think Florida and Texas have the highest um, ratio of, of having uh, actual mil- ex-military inside of their states, and you're going to try to tell these people that, you, that you're going to try to take their guns away. Oh, that should paint out real well, he says, hell, as you guys, you know, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AK-47s. You guys remember that? Yeah. I was, do we have that clip? Yeah, let's go ahead and play that most famous clip by our good friend, Robert Francis. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. Not- he's, such a, he's such a goober. That's, that's what I want to call him. Goober O'Rourke. Beto the goober. This is kind of good, by the way, so I'm going to let him know. He announced he was going to run, and within 24 hours, he raised $2 million. Whoever gave this gentleman money, I guess they just needed a tax write-off because I know that it's not going to be used for anything that's going to actually come of anything. I just want to throw that out there. If you guys do not know, he raised $2 million. Way to go, Beto. You raised $2 million. Just going to throw it out there. Greg Abbott has $55 million sitting in a war chest right now, ready to just absolutely crumble you in 2022. So there you go. Polling has come out for that as well. Um, if anybody was wondering or was kind of worried here in Texas, uh, 46% of registered voters in Texas would cast ballots for Abbott and only 37% would back O'Rourke. So he's already had a nine point deficit before things even started. And that's going to be, I believe that's going to be a pretty easy win there for Abbott. As long as he doesn't do something crazy, which I don't think he's going to, you just have to say, Oh yeah, you guys want another Democrat in office. Look how well the one has done for the country. You want to put this gun snatching dude in office. I don't think it's going to happen, but DeSantis, I think DeSantis is going to run for a 2024 bid. I think so. Maybe who knows? I don't know. Maybe you won't. I have no idea. He signed multiple bills uh, here. Actually, I think it was yesterday. No, two days ago. It was regarding the vaccine mandates. So in Florida's special legislation session, under one of the bills, private employers must give workers the option of opting out of the vaccine mandate, including medical and religious exemptions. The funny thing is he actually signed all these things in Brandon, Florida. Did this on purpose, which I think is absolutely hilarious. Good job. Way to go. Um, so there's actually some uncertainty over the federal mandate and that the employees could face termination in the coming months. Walt Disney World confirmed to Vox Businesses last week that it paused all of its COVID-19 vaccine mandates for its employees. And he signed, <clears throat> and that bill, like I said, was signed in Brandon, Florida. And I, I, I don't know. I think that's, that's something that Trump would do. And I think he's kind of just taking a, a, a card out of Trump's book here. And I think he's actually pretty smart. It's pretty funny. What do you go? He had me talking about it. Has a lot of people talking about it. So... It is good. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was kind of like, seemed like it was all over the place. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. A lot of it's just race baiting and in general and just racial kind of stuff at all times. I don't know why this has always got a thing that comes up. I think when people don't have anything to talk about, they just resort back to, or they don't have an argument. This is a better one. When they when the left doesn't have an argument and they, they don't really have a rebuttal for what you're trying to tell them, they just call you a, a white supremacist, a racist, or like, or for some reason, they'll say you're anti-vax or something like out of nowhere. Like, the f- we're not even talking about the vaccine. We're talking about what color this 
fucking drapery is. You're anti- That's pretty much what we have to deal with on a daily basis. But I hope you guys did enjoy this, enjoy this video over here on the YouTube channel and or if you listen to the podcast through your earblobes. I do love you guys. I'm out. I will see you guys tomorrow. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.